1: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Energy, oh,
0: the women that are there yeah. are so positive, and yeah. it's just great. All right, here we go. Okay.
1: Welcome, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio. And you know what? It is one great conversation after the other. It's so, so important. For those of you out there that want to find out more about the Dr. Pat Show Transformation Talk Radio, going to make it really easy on you, go to drpatlive.com or go to transformationtalkradio.com. What a great day. Don't you think, Heather? We've been having like a super, super day here. Heather and Jessica have been on the boards. They've been pushing all of the buttons and making this real, while while Linda is probably off to the casino with her mom now after scheduling numerous, numerous uh, interviews and doing it so beautifully, so well. Teresa Lysak joining us here today is someone that I got to know, oh, I would say about a year ago or so, but got to know about uh, what it means uh, to be an ambassador for changing the way America eats. And to do it in a way that signifies one delicious bite at a time. You know, she's joining us here today uh, talking uh, about Lisonati Foods. And you're going to hear a lot about that. You know, what is it that made her so passionate? Teresa is responsible for the distribution, the food service, retail accounts for Lizanati Foods, but more importantly, passionate, passionate about what this company stands for. In 1992, Teresa's second child was born. And the joy of this new life was soon overshadowed by, by concern as her three-month-old breastfed daughter develops body rashes and uh, occasionally had labored breath. But you know what? This is going to be a conversation you're going to hear about from her. You know, can you imagine being in a situation where, you know, you learn firsthand what happens when, and you heard me talk about this before, you know, what happens when, you know, we have an allergic reaction to something it's happening more and more and more to many people. It's happening to our children. And, you know, we're learning so much about it. But when you take the passion of a mother uh, and a family who completely understands what it means to be in a culture where you cannot understand the ingredients that are on the boxes of anything you eat, let alone anything what you drink, most of everything you have out there is loaded with high fructose corn syrup. We We certainly talked with you all earlier about some of the other things we've discovered. You know, so today's show is about this family-owned business. Uh, You're going to hear a little bit about the business, uh, and you're going to hear about what it is that they've developed. Teresa, welcome to the show. It's so great to be talking with you.
0: Thank you so much. I have been so excited to visit with you at the arena of the Northwest Women's Show. It's just an incredible venue, and I feel very Honored and privileged to be part of it from a distance.
1: It is great. And I I want to start out by having you share the story. Um, I just briefly touched upon it, uh, your second child. And, you know, it's only, I think only, uh, you know, from afar, people can imagine what it's like, you know, to watch uh, your young one, someone you love, go through what uh, you watch. Let's tell everybody a little bit about this and what, what got you so passionate about what you do today.
0: Certainly, I would love to share that. Um, Well, my daughter, um, you know, three months old, they coo a little bit, but they mostly fuss or just, you know, are happy and content. So there was not a a real expanded way that she could communicate with me. And she would start um, with these small little rashes that would just kind of pop up every once in a while in different places on her body. And I have very sensitive skin myself, so and I use very very safe, safe, child-safe, baby-safe laundry detergents. I was very mindful of all that. And so I started really examining even more closely what her clothes were, what it was that I was putting her on, whether her blanket was under her, whether she was directly on a sofa, maybe there were irritants there. And none of those things were helping when I was addressing them, they weren't getting rid of the rashes. So then, then one of the things I thought, because she seemed to have some little um hot spots that were developing, were behind her knees, under her arms. Wow. and in the crooks of her elbows. Wow. And I thought, well, maybe I'm just being a not a good enough mom, and maybe I'm leaving her too wet after her baths. And so I totally dried her off, made sure that she her little creases were, you know, because some babies are chubby and Amanda was chubby, um, made sure her creases were dry. I even got out my blow dryer at one point and set it on cool to make sure I had totally dried those little creases in her elbows and behind her knees. And for a week, this went on, about a week, and it wasn't getting any better. And so I thought, okay, this is something that I need to take to her doctor, and I did. He is an absolutely fabulous pediatrician. And we started talking about the different things that Amanda was experiencing in her environment, and then we started talking about my diet. And what we discovered Um, They didn't have to do any invasive tests on Amanda, fortunately, but what they discovered was that her reactions were sensitivities to proteins, Uh, and it was a wide variety of proteins. It wasn't just the dairy proteins that some people have sensitivities to, or peanuts, which she still has. Um, So I went on a super restricted diet. I mean, all I was eating was raw vegetables and a little bit of water and that was it for about a week because we had to purge my system in order to find out what was going on with her.
1: Yeah.
0: So we did that. It took about two and a half months of really getting things figured out about what I could add back to my diet that would not cause disruption for her. Wow. And from that point forward, I became super mindful of everything that was in the ingredient schedules of anything that I was eating. And I really developed the mindset that if I couldn't pronounce the name of whatever was in that bag or box that I was buying, I wouldn't buy it anymore because I couldn't trust that it wouldn't pass through my milk and get to my daughter and somehow harm her.
1: You know, i got to ask you, I have to ask you a question. I, I just I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about that last sentence you just said where you said, you know, if I, if I couldn't pronounce the word of the ingredient, I mean, my gosh, we have gotten so out of control with this. You know, oh, so I true. mean, I think the it's the other thing around. I think you have we have to flip it around where we say, let's find a couple of words that we actually can recognize. Because some of these products, <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Let me tell you just a quick little thing. I went to buy pickles. The other day, pickles. You know, pickles like a pickle for your. You
0: yeah, know, I'm not yeah. a big pickle fan, but yeah. I know of them. Sure. Yeah,
1: but I, I, I it was a request. Yet bring pickles, so I had to go get okay. pickles. I don't. I'm not a big pickle eater because you know when I eat them, Michelle makes them, and then she makes them from scratch. Um, you know what I'm saying? Did you know, know, Teresa, that you cannot find with a gla- a jar of pickles that doesn't have yellow dye in it? Oh my. Did you know that? I did not know that. I could not. I went down every jar, every jar of pickles in a major food store, right? Every jar of pickles. And then I went to my I'm not going to mention the name of the store, health food store, looked at their pickles same thing. I don't think wow. we even understand the significance of adding our foods, do we? Probably not. Probably
0: not, Dr. Pat, not in the full extent of what's the ripple effect. Yeah, probably not.
1: Well, and, you know, you know, I, I made a comment before, and I, this opens up a conversation about cheese and cheese alternatives. Uh, you know, first of all, I grew up with a cheese, and I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to confess this, okay, so you can yell at me later. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in an Italian family, so we had really good cheese. But mm-hmm. I also grew up in a family where we ate this cheese that you didn't have to refrigerate. Uh, And it's so interesting about how we all react to different things. You know, you can take something and put it in your stomach and automatically feel that it's just making you sick. But we keep eating Uh it. Why do we do that? And what is the reaction that we're having uh, to two things like cheese?
0: Well, my first response is that from all of the countless people that I have talked with and the knowledge that I've gleaned, um, especially since starting to work in our family business, is that it was most likely a lactose intolerance. However, it could also have been an active enzyme or mold response that your body was experiencing through that. And the reality is, um, I grew up in a partial Italian family, so I also know that there is so much of our family tradition and culture that is based around a family meal. Not like uh, unlike other cultures, um, but we, especially as children, I think we are encouraged, sometimes pretty harshly, so to eat foods that are put before us. And kids can be picky, so parents don't always understand that, no, it really is making them sick. They're not just saying they don't like it. But our bodies are telling us something in that reaction. And as children, we have to encourage parents to really listen to where the problem is, not just that, you know, little Susie's being stubborn, she doesn't want to eat her peas kind of thing. Um, But our bodies respond in a way that if we can pay attention regardless our age, They'll help us avoid the foods that aren't right for us.
1: Right. Uh, let's ta- let's let's take people on a journey uh, okay. through the doors of Leidenati Foods for a minute, if we could. Uh, sure. I'd love for you to share, um, you know, what this amazing family-owned business is about, and why you do what you do, and what are some of the products you provide.
0: Okay. Um, one of the first things I would like to say is that the, the passion that we bring to our own meals with our own families is evident in many different facets of our business. Because after all, we are making food that people are going to enjoy, whether by themselves as a snack or in a meal they prepare or a special celebration. So we are part of that meal. And the approach that we take to the quality of everything that we use is very, um, very comprehensive. All of our products are sourced for naturalness, organic, where they can be. We've got QC checks for absolutely everything that comes in the door. Each one of our vats of product, and when we make something, um, they range from 1,200 to 1,600 pounds at a time, But they're all handcrafted. They're all hand-weighed. They're all timed with measuring, and people watch and oversee the development of the product. I mean, it's just like someone baking a cake at home almost. So we've got that attention to quality and detail that carries through all the way to our packaging, our inspection systems that we have with our machinery to make sure seals are accurate, packaging is filled properly, all of the QC that goes into that side of it, and as a result of all of that attention to detail, our true spoils ratios are less than one-half of one percent. Wow. And for a food company, that is an incredible statement to yeah, be Yeah, it's able unheard of, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. wow. Yep. So we really know that we're making food that someone's going to eat, and we want it to be the best we can possibly make it. So what that has translated into product-wise was um, my father, um, back in the 70s, developing a soy cheese that was a healthier counterpart to a lot of the imitation cheeses that were being developed back then with hydrogenated
1: oil. Yes, that's right. The stuff that you don't have to refrigerate, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: Yeah. and as a girl, as a family, I mean, my dad grew up in the grocery business, so we had everything that came into the grocery store. We had some of that non-refrigerated I know. cheese. No, let
1: me tell you, it was it was so interesting. My dad uh, worked for a trucking company, and mm-hmm. he actually owned his own trucking company. So uh, the, the previous guest, you know, she was saying that her dad would ask her, where does food come from? And she'd say a grocery store. When, when we were asked that question, we say it fell off the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and that's why we get to have it home. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> Very good. Very good. I love it.
1: <laughs> so your dad got to see everything, really. Absolutely everything, yeah.
0: Having um, parents who had emigrated here from the old country yeah. and having a neighborhood grocery store, his entire sibling group grew up helping their mom and dad in the grocery store, and then their stuff came home from the grocery store for
1: making their meals. Well, you know, that? It's, we call that old school. Yeah. You know, I mean, many of us are getting back to doing things differently. But, you know, what you're talking about is the foundation uh, by which this company was built. And you've got to have a strong foundation or you really don't have anything to stand on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about what some of the products are, because I would love for people to know about this. And I also want them to know where they can find the products.
0: Okay. Um, Well, as I had mentioned, Dad got started. Uh, making a soy cheese and um, small distribution here in the northwest. Um, got some placement at retail. Got some placement in restaurants. And you know, back in the day when Dad was have when Dad's business was um, where it was then, it was a small business and it was supporting he and my mom. Um, by then, most of my siblings. I'm the oldest of five. And most of my siblings were transitioning out of high school and, you know, starting to do their own thing in their world. And and the business was fine. It was solid. My parents are both fiscally conservative, so they didn't go into a lot of debt. And um, Dad had an opportunity to create a second product um, several years after that. That was his almond cheese development. That is actually a little drier than the soy product. Yeah. Um, And then a few years later, we actually had a pretty major retailer come to us and ask. they had carried our other products and asked if we could make a rice cheese. And Dad and I were actually on that appointment together. We have some fun stories about um, him never thinking that he'd be, be doing these kind of calls with his daughter. And we looked at each other and I told him, I said, well, and he said, yeah, we can do that. So within about two weeks, we had a rice cheese developed because we had already had the basic formulation that he had put together for the other two. So there came our rice cheese. And um, then we've had some growth. We've expanded um, the number of employees that we have now that we're able to support uh, full-time with work. And we moved our business a few years ago. There's going to be a freeway exchange coming in where Dad had previously been located. So we moved our business about eight miles south. We're now in Oregon City. And we have been talking for about four years about a vegan cheese and just getting through all the settlement of our transition and our move, we are now developing a, or have developed a vegan team wow. that is for food service and retail, and that is coming out to market this year.
1: I was fascinated. I, I have to tell you, I, I, uh, I was so fascinated when, uh, you know, Catherine and I first uh, talked about Lysanotti Foods, and um, I, I was in awe. I mean, I I would look at the products, and I would say, how did they do that? You know know what I'm saying? It's like you look at this, you know, what you guys call the original almond, and you take a look at those, and you say, who came up with this idea? I mean, it's really brilliant, and the products are delicious. I mean, that's the other, you know, side of this, isn't it?
0: It really is, and thank you so much for saying that because the entire paradigm – that we all have when it comes to food is as adults we can force ourselves to eat something that we don't truly enjoy if we know it's really good for us
1: yes i know that
0: one okay but part of the joy in eating is the texture is the flavor it's it's what comes to us as pleasurable from eating, not that just we have sustenance and can can, continue on with the energy we need for our life. So it's very important to um, have foods in that venue that when we enjoy them, they also then are good for our body. And the sad reality of our world today is that there are a lot of foods that I'm going to say, quote, taste good, because people's palates have been inundated with salt, sugars, and fats, so right. now if they don't have those, they think that a product is bland. Right. But we have got to get back to a foundational way of eating, where we can truly nourish our bodies and have the energy for health. Because if we encourage, if we eat, sorry, if we eat foods that contain chemicals that our bodies cannot process or foods that have been overprocessed before they're turned into something else. We're not giving our body anything that it can do much with.
1: No, But, you know, there's also a sense of, of health and well-being that Liza Foods really does talk to. I mean, certain language today I never thought we would see on our food. So let's talk a little bit about it. G-M-O. Mm. G-M-O. Who thought that we would have to have a label that says no GMOs? Let's talk about this.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is becoming such a huge buzzword and such an important buzzword. Um, The little that I know, and I do not claim to be an expert. Me either. Um, Okay, good. So we're just chatting about this. We're just chatting. I mean, come on.
1: You know, no GMOs. My mother would have never thought that we would have to look at a label and say, no, most people don't even know what that is.
0: That is very true. That is very true. They think they can buy an ear of corn and it's an ear of corn just like (laughs) they used to eat back in the days when we were kids and it came off the fire. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, foods have been radically changed and people don't know. I mean, for those in your listening audience that may not know, The GMO stands for Genetically Modified Organism, which is a small component that has been modified usually in a chemical lab somewhere um, or a microbiological lab and inserted in a different venue than where it was originated. Um, And those changes that have been made have caused a restructuring in the molecular base of a food. Right. Um, corn is one that is really problematic. Right. There's been a lot of a lot of work done with corn in order to make it pest resistant and right. disease resistant right. and and pesticide resistant, so that pesticides can be used in the fields and kill the pests without killing the produce. Right. Well the change that happened to that produce in order to be able to have it withstand the pesticide is proving out in a lot of cases to not be so good for the people that are eating the produce. Yeah.
1: Now let's take that one step further if we can. I know we only have a minute or two left here, but I want to take it one step further. Now take corn and and, and create high fructose corn syrup. Oh, yeah. From a genetic genetically modified, right, corn. Yeah. We don't even really know the ripple effect of some of this. And that's why I'm so glad that we are talking with you. I'm going to be working with you because it really is important. You know, I don't know how much you know about me, um, but um, um, I, I went through a healing crisis. So, you know, I was kind of forced to learn about this, right? Yeah. I was kind of, you know, it was it, it was like, really, you're going to tell this Italian she's not going to eat bread anymore? Okay. Um, you know, how, has that working for me? Well, it is working for me because I got really educated on the things that I can have. And, you know, what you've produced here at Lazanati Foods is just incredible. I thank you so much, Teresa. I know you and I are going to talk again. Give out your website, if you don't mind, and let people know the best way that they can find your products on the shelves of their grocery stores.
0: Absolutely. And I, too, look forward to chatting with you more in the months ahead. Um, our website is www.lisannatti spelled L-I-S-A-N-A-T-T-I dot com, and you can find us on in the grocery shelves or sometimes the regular dairy shelves in just about every natural product store here in the U.S. And if not in your local area, go to our website, send us an email, and we will get back to you and let you know where you can
1: find them. I love it. Teresa, thank you. And please say hi to your family. And thank everyone there uh, for doing what they do and doing it so well. I'm so looking forward uh, to what we're going to be doing in the future.
0: I will do that. You have a wonderful rest of the weekend with all the ladies up there, and I will look forward to
1: talking to you soon. Yeah, the guys are pretty good. Any man man that will come to the Northwest Women's Show, they're okay. Yeah. They are okay, absolutely. All right. Thank you, Teresa. We'll talk with you soon. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. We're gonna take a short break, everyone. We've got a special guest joining us here in the next half hour. I've been kind of excited about this. I hope I'm gonna be able to control myself. I, know. <laughs> I I I don't know. I hope not. I hope I'm not gonna
2: trapped by your own bad habits? Are you still eating the wrong foods or smoking or just trapped in self-destructive thinking? If so, help is available at stephanierisley.com. Let certified hypnotherapist Stephanie Risley reprogram your brain. Her Power Tools of Transformation CD series can help you take control of your life. Call 323-933-4377 or go to stephanierisley.com. Purna Yoga Centers provides an integrated yoga experience that encourages health, relaxation, and the inner pursuit of purpose without pretense through the natural connection of the body, mind, and spirit. Whether you are looking to yoga for exercise, improve your health, use yoga and meditation as a means of self-discovery, or learn how to teach yoga, our inspired instruction and supportive community will help you accomplish your goals. For more information, visit yogacenters.com. That's yogacenters.com. This Yoga Moment is brought to you by Adil Pakibala, world-renowned yoga master, reading from his book, Fire of Love.
1: When joy arrives unexpectedly and we are not grateful,
2: it quickly turns away. On the other hand, when we feel gratitude towards this generous visitor, joy becomes a part of our psyche,
1: our nature, our memory and therefore expands and becomes our constant companion.
2: To purchase your copy of Fire of Love, go to buyfireoflove.com. That's B-U-Y fireoflove.com. After a 15-year search for a truly delicious, healthy, easy-to-prepare organic meal, Savitri and Adil Pakivala founded Eastern Essence. They set out to do what their friends and business acquaintances thought impossible, to produce delicious, healthy, vital food grown in harmony with nature and to promote organic farming in India. Happy food, happy people, happy planet. For more information, go to easternessence.com. That's easternessence.com.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I want to share something amazing with you. If you're sick of information and ready for an extreme transformation, then check out world-renowned energy healer Ann Taylor at FasterQuickerBetter.com. She's been creating miracles in tens of thousands of people's lives for over 16 years, and I'm one of those people. You, too, can easily do the same by simply listening to her recordings. If you want to miraculously eliminate fears, worries, and negative beliefs, then you owe it to yourself to purchase her amazing package, which includes over 50 pieces of healing work. Thanks to Ann's 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Hurry over to FasterBetterQuicker.com and finally experience the quantum leap in consciousness that you truly deserve.
2: Hi, this is astrologer Stephanie Jones, and the seasons are changing. The sun is in Libra this month, a sign of partnership and
1: balance. So instead of thinking of me, 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 take your partner and go out dancing. Or go out dancing and find a partner. Call me at
2: 323-369-8221 or visit my website at stephanie-jones.com and see where Libra brings the gift of partnership and sharing into your horoscope. That's 323 323- 369